Welcome, welcome everyone to the Unhacked Mind Podcast, formerly known as the Christian Therapy Podcast. I do count it as a privilege that you have chosen my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you and I truly appreciate you for sharing this podcast on your social media platform, as well as taking the time to rate my podcast with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you on this episode as well as previous episodes, and I sure hope you decide to come back. I try to post at least bi-weekly episodes. If you subscribe to the podcast, you will be notified when I've posted a new episode. One thing I would like you to be aware of is that I'm a licensed mental health professional practicing by way of telehealth for the state of Maryland and Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do in this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage. Lastly, I'm a published author of three books, Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, My Purpose Then and Now, and The Unhacked Mind. I also have the Unhacked Mind Academy for online self-study courses dealing with mental health and life circumstances. All of this information can be located in the show notes. Make sure to listen to each episode all the way to the end to learn how to connect with me. Okay, let's get this episode started. Hey everybody, so I wanted to come in real quick because I've been having these experiences where I have been regretting a lot of some of the, uh, regretting a lot of the decisions that I have made in the past. And sometimes I share those decisions or plans with other people. And then I start regretting that I actually even share that with someone. And the reason that I believe that that happens a lot of times to myself as well as others is because we tend to make plans and decisions when there is a very strong emotion attached to them. And I know that to be true because I do it all the time. And just because the feeling that we are experiencing is intense doesn't mean it is the right time to plan something or even um, decide on something in the midst of that very strong emotion. And I'm going to tell you why. When I have um, those moments where I am extremely overcome with joy and happiness and strong emotions, I tend to decide on things that I later regret um, after that emotion wears off. And usually it happens after I've had my coffee. (laughs) Because of the caffeine, I tend to be real loving and extremely happy and want to reach out to people that I normally wouldn't reach out to. Um, I also tend to make a plan because I'm feeling so good. And then later after the caffeine wears off or that emotion calms down, I then tend to say, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? Why did I say that? I didn't think about 
possible outcomes for my choices and my decision. I would just overcome with emotions. So let me give you an example. I would always go visit my family in different states. And I'm usually never in the same state with my family. I've never lived in the same state with my family for a very long period of time because I'm one of those people that likes new scenery. I like new environments. I, I like new things when it comes to where I live. So I can't seem to stay settled in any one place for too long. I have had moments where I stayed in the state for a very long time, especially in Kentucky. I stayed there for 17 years after I got out of military. But now when I go to visit my family, I get so caught up in the feeling of love and affection that I feel for them in those moments that then I start saying to them and planning with them, um, the, me moving back wherever they live. It's because I'm, I'm loving and enjoying the time that we're spending together. And I just get so overcome with the feeling that I start saying stuff like, you know what, I'm moving back here, or um, I'm gonna live and find me a place close to you so we could be around each other all the time. But in reality, if I make those decisions and I actually make the plan and I start the process to move, when the feelings that I had at that moment dies down, I start thinking to myself, oh, I, I don't know why I did this. <laughs> because I don't really care to be in the same space with my family all the time. I consider myself to be more of a, what you call it, a recluse. I love my alone time. I, I tend to do better when I have a lot of alone time to myself. I think better. I can plan better. A very empathetic type of person. And so I feel everything, especially when I'm around people. So I have to have a lot of time to myself to like, refuel or to refill myself up with things that I need. So that's why it's never good, especially for me to make a decision or plan to do anything when I'm overcome with strong emotions. Now that also applies to when you're having negative strong emotions. So if you're experiencing anger or irritation or irritability at all. And because of that, you act on or you decide on something that you know that when that anger subsides that you probably should not have done what you did or decided on something in the heat of that moment and that emotional um, strong connection because bad, be bad behavior tends to be the result of very strong negative emotions. And even though you can be overcome with really good positive emotions, you can still have um, behaviors that are probably not suitable or, or in the best interest of you and somebody else at the time. So behavior tends to be a result of people's beliefs and their thoughts and their feelings. And so that's why it would probably not be in the best interest of anyone to make a decision or plan something when the 
the intensity of the emotion is extremely strong. I believe, and this is my opinion, that there is a neutral area between strong emotions. And what I mean by that is there can be a very high level of emotions, whether anger or happiness. And then there is a moment where you're very low, which can kind of lead sometimes to depression. So regardless of where the emotion is, I always believe that there is a middle ground. And that middle ground is where you may feel a little bit more calm or relaxed or even just clear-headed in general. And so that in-between area is the time that you can really start assessing a plan or a decision or a choice. You could really weigh the pros and the cons of a decision in that neutral zone. And again, this is my opinion. This part is really my opinion. But I do understand that when the stress response comes on, and it comes on whether you're excited or angry um, and or anxious. So when that stress response is on, your ability to um, make rational decisions or plan is not really available to you. So that neutral zone, and when things calm down, is a the best place to assess your decisions and your plans and your goals and dreams and all of that type of thing. Then you could um, be able to live with the decision and maybe um, there won't be as much regret um, because regret really is a result of making a decision or a plan in the heat of a strong emotion. So when you have that calm moment, you have the opportunity to search out any lies or untruths within your plans because sometimes we're not really being honest with ourselves about why we, we are choosing to do something. And when you have that neutral zone in that moment where you can have a clear head and be a little bit more mindful, you can decide on why you really want to do a thing. You can learn better about the motives behind any decision that you have decided on. Good decisions don't require a lot of convincing. And I know for me, I tend to ask way too many people about my ideas or my plans or my goals because I'm trying to make something right or I'm trying to convince myself of something and that um, I decided on when I was very um, charged up with strong emotions. And so I keep going to people saying, hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing. What are your thoughts on it? And I'll, I'll say something like, you know, you know, I really think this is a good idea. What do you think? And usually if those people will benefit from my plan or my decision, they will agree with me. And the thing is, is my decisions really should not be all based off of, you know, how it benefits everybody else. I have to think of, well, well let me say this, the, whatever choice I make, 
if somebody is going to be affected by it, I definitely need to, you know, um, con consider them in those decisions. But if this decision that I'm making is not affecting other people, meaning I'm not making a move with um, people that I live with, I'm not making um, a job decision and it's, and it's going to affect my family's finances. If I'm the only one going to be affected by my choices, then I really need to consider why and my motives behind making those decisions. But otherwise, if somebody else is involved, yes, you would definitely want to consider them. So I noticed that in the Bible, there is a scripture um, in Jeremiah 17, 9 that I came across after listening to a sermon. And it says in Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is, a dec is deceitful above, above all things, and it is, it is extremely sick. Who can understand it fully and know its secret motives? So I believe that um, as a result of reading that scripture, that our hearts is the center of all of our emotions and our feelings. And in another scripture that I came across in Romans 10, 10, it says, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. So if the heart is where all of our feelings and desires come from, it would probably be in our best interest to consider what it is that we're believing and making sure that our beliefs are not wrapped up in lies because feelings will lie to you. Feelings are temporary. Feelings come and go. And sometimes because of those feelings, we could um, act on those feelings and then have major regrets after the fact. So with the head, we use we have reasoning, right? But with the heart, we feel. In the head, we can come to um, clear decision-making um, and planning with our head because we have knowledge, we have understanding, we have um, if information. We can also um, base some of the reasoning on past experiences as well. So the wisdom that we get can come from our head and the reasoning is going to come from our head. But when it comes to the heart, yeah, we can definitely recognize and, and gain wisdom from some of the feelings and experiences that we have. But the thing is, is we can't always trust the feelings because the feelings don't necessarily mean there's facts attached to them. So we need to access really good reasoning within our head and compare that to the feelings that we have and the beliefs that we have. So we also want to make sure that we turn, when we have strong emotions, that we turn that stress response off and allow ourselves to um, search our minds for the truth and assess whether there's any lies wrapped up in what we're feeling. So I want to give you three tips to, um, or three questions or statements that you would want to um, ask yourself. And the first one is, what's influencing the emotions? Is your emotions a result of something you ate, 
uh, meaning a lot of sugar? Is it based off of something you drink? Is there caffeine wrapped up in that? And I really have to consider that because I make a lot of decisions sometimes after having coffee. And I know that those emotions are a result of the caffeine. So what is influencing your um, decision? And not only that, when you are doing something and it feels good to you or you consume something, um, dopamine gets released. And dopamine is that feel-good hormone that is like the reward or the pleasure. It, it kind of causes reward and pleasure. So just because you got caffeine and dopamine gets released, doesn't mean that you should be making decisions based off of that. Number two, is the belief you have true? And where did the narrative that you are making up come from? Is it based in facts or is it based in lies? challenge the belief that you have. The narrative should be based on facts. If you made it up, you might want to take the time to consider the information and the narrative and the story you're telling yourself about a situation. And three, all feelings aside, <laughs> all feelings aside, what's the real reason and the real motive behind a decision that you're making. Why are you really choosing to take a job? Why are you really deciding to move? And for me, why am I really wanting to buy a house? Why am I choosing to move to one state over the other? Why am I choosing to be in the relationship that I'm in? What are my motives behind something that I'm about to do for someone? Is the motive, is the mo are my motives pure? So whatever you do, don't act on a sense of urgency. Everything is not urgent. You don't necessarily have to decide on things immediately. Take the time. And if anybody is pressuring you to make a decision based off of their own emotions or try to sell you on something or idea, test that idea um, through God. Take the time to think about it, pause, you know, slow your heart rate down so you can think clearly, do some deep breathing so you can have clarity in mind and think rationally about it. Don't let the feelings that you're experiencing lead your decisions or your choices, okay? In the meantime, good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health. Y'all take great care. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I sure hope you enjoyed that episode. Please feel free to share us on your social media platform or giving it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can reach me on my website at unhackmind.com or life-counseling-transitions.com. All this information will be in the show notes. All right, take care and I hope you come back.